Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 210 of Soundwave. I'm your host, Matt Joseph Carlos. Yeah, I'm here. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. That should be the day this is released, I'm pretty sure, if the computer's hooked up or however we do this, but yeah. Yeah, or it'll, maybe it'll be the day before this is released. One, one or the other. Either way, happy Thanksgiving. Hopefully you're eating a bunch of turkey and whatever you're doing. I don't want to eat a bunch because I'll have to work that night, but that's how it always goes. Uh, how you been, bud? Doing all right. What What are your Thanksgiving plans? Uh, well, I work Wednesday night, which is technically supposed to be the busiest day of the year. So we'll see how that happens. You know, the religiously everybody goes out because they're home from school. Bullshit. But man, whatever. And then Thanksgiving Day, my uncle's hosting around like one o'clock. Go have some food. Go take a nap. Go back to work. And that sort of thing. You got any plans? Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm going to be making some uh, chicken curry, and my Ooh, yeah. mom and one of my br- and my uh, brothers coming over. So chicken curry sounds delicious. I don't want turkey. Huh? I was gonna like make, prep the curry like stuff this weekend, but I was like, I just didn't. You're gonna do try it and make the same kind of curry that Casey makes. Yeah, I yeah. have the recipe for that. Oh, nice. So like, it's which involves delicious. like a lot of like uh, concentrated curry stuff yep, paste yep. that you make ahead of time. Nice. Any other sides with it? Oh, it'll be rice, and I don't know. It depends on how if whether I'm up to making naan or not. Oh, okay. On Thursday, yeah. probably not, because I'll have a dickus here. I'm. <laughs> that's true. Uh, I was gonna say I think the co-op has some naan that you can bake up and stuff, or else like you heat it up or something. That's always good stuff too. I could. I'll check out the co-op out. Yeah, that, that's uh, that sounds like a perfect Thanksgiving meal actually. So you have your brother and your mom. You said come by. Mm-hmm. Cool. That'll be nice. Yeah, Carlos says the house to himself for the last week yeah it was and just a me. whole nother week and like uh, and then like the cleaning service came in and cleaned the place up so like then it was like <laughs> oh i had like a full two days of like the per- place was perfect and then like uh casey's uh parents were uh are heading to Puerto, Puerto, Rico. Puerto Rico right now yep so it's like so now that means that Lando the dog came back here. I was wondering because I was thinking that they you had him all last week, and then I was like, well, his parents early. Uh, you can hear him in the background right yeah. now. But I thought, yeah. So I thought didn't think you'd have him this week. But yeah, it's no, good. it's this is the week, and unfortunately, this means like it's going to be a work week where, yeah, you're going to have to be Casey. <laughs> and on the one hand, it's a three-day work week, but on the other hand, like, Lando's a little dick about stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, especially your office is down here, so it'll probably be, you're running up and down the stairs the whole day. Oh, yeah, or may, uh, hopefully not, but hopefully it'll just leave me alone. Like, I, I'm not worried about that, but, oh, luckily, but like, I'm more worried about getting open. some sleep. Because, yeah, like, that too, that Because I leave my, because uh, I close Your sleep schedule is a little different than Casey's is, that's for sure. Well, yeah, because I don't want to wake up at, like... <laughs> 545 you go for a morning. run you don't want to go for a run no. at 545 no and like Lando's <laughs> being uh, land, like this like I leave my uh, I've been leaving my bedroom door open for just because like because I, I keep the door sh- the, the way so he can't go out the flap all night yep yep so like it's like five forty five in the morning and Lando's like it's like oh I was like I Lando I'm not gonna feed you I guess I can open the ga- flap just please don't bark a bunch yeah I, nah. The more I think about it, I'm like, oh, I kind of want a dog, but then I'm like, no, I don't. I definitely don't want a dog. Yeah, Casey's in Puerto Rico right now. I keep getting snaps about how beautiful it is there. Right now it's uh, 25 degrees, and the windy is all fuck outside, and it's dark out. Yeah, no, it's yeah, it's not even 6 o'clock. It's pitch Terrible. dark. Yeah, this is depression time of the year right now for me. Uh, and this is after daylight savings. This is after. It's worse right now. Yeah, it's it's worse. Uh, I went to the game, uh, the the Packer Viking game earlier at the garage. I had a bunch of the coffee. Have you had the homebrew coffee there? I think somebody uh, in town makes it. It's I don't. Like, I don't think I have. It's like Kenny Coffee. They have like a vanilla bean one and a plain one. 
I had like three of those, so I was really jacked oh, on caffeine. Cool. I didn't even have any beer. Uh, but the Packers lost. But yeah, before I went outside, I'm like, oh, it's nice and sunny. It's going to be beautiful outside. Step outside. The wind is just like freezing to the bone. Terribleness. Gross. Oh, yeah. That's the this dog door that we have is like on the sliding door area, yep. and it doesn't seal perfectly. Yeah. So and the wind makes it worse because like that it means like oh you're just getting a blast of cold yeah, air yeah because right you're there. sitting on the couch the slide nerves like directly at you like that and it's like it's like wow this is this is great this <laughs> just, is just great just great Hello, my options winter. are my options are to seal up, seal up the sliding door a little well, like I can't even seal it up all the way like I can no, seal yeah. the flap you could but there's still like the crack a couple there couple towels I guess to shove in there but then uh, but it was like so windy like even like the uh, the the tarp that's made specifically for the grill went flying off. Oh, really? Like I went out there. I was like, at least it's only like 10 feet away. So it's like, I <laughs> it could have been go, out in the middle of the field, like some other shit. Yeah. It could have been out in the field or something like that. And or yeah, like the, in the neighbor's garbage yard. can was tipped over too earlier today. Yeah. That it was bad out there today. Well, but like, a, so like I strapped that down. And hopefully that holds. <laughs> yeah. Wisconsin. We, we'll, I don't know why we're here. Um, yeah, what else have you been doing? Any movies, TV shows, anything? Uh, I started watching Cowboy Bebop. Yep, we. I was here for the last part of it, and it was really freaking good. Uh, I'm kind of impressed because my expectations were really low, but I only watched, what, 10 minutes of it? But you, you cut like half of it. Half of it, yeah. I don't know, that, do you agree your expectations I, super I, low I, that it's kind of like... Yeah, my, my expectations weren't high, but I, I went in expecting to have fun, and that's what I'm having It so definitely far. is. But yeah. I'm one episode in, and... I, I'm. There's still a ways to go. The first thing I noticed is how actually kind of well they did the shots, like animes or like <laughs> that kind of thing, like the close-ups and the weird angles of random stuff. That gunshot wound was really cool. Yeah. Uh yeah. I, I'm excited to watch that. Yeah. And like, uh, like probably the next episode or two, Einstein shows up. The dog. I know. I went, and they aren't gonna have Ed though. Are no, they? no. Yeah, Ed. Ed's gonna show up. I is believe. it okay? Because they they kept that. I, I'm pretty sure. That's yeah, because be. like I, I think they're not gonna like. They're probably not going to show up until like towards the end. Okay, but yeah. and I don't know if there's like a season, if there's only a season one going to be, or if they're going to do a season two. I don't know how they're. Yeah, ending they this. haven't announced that yet, or what they're going to do. Yet. I'm not sure on where the season ends. I think they're just seeing if it does anything. But I'd recommend it so far. I've been enjoying it. Like if you want some spy, some uh, space. Uh, uh, bounty hunting show that has some jazz music in it. Yeah, check oh, it out. Oh God, yeah. D- watching it. What is that Blade Runner that I'm thinking of, where it just has that nice slow saxophone throughout it? And... Yeah, yeah. A Blade Runner has like saxophone and synth. Yep, yep. <laughs> that's, that's the music. And that that's that's kind of how this feels too. You're kind of watching a Blade Runner, Cowboy Bebop, all that stuff. Yeah, they so far that first episode, yeah, and then we're gonna watch the rest and be like, next show that was terrible. I, um, yeah. I watched uh, Foundation. Uh, it's really freaking good. Isaac Asimov's uh, book turned into a TV series. Uh, yeah, I read the first three of those books okay. way back in high school. I, I, can't, I haven't met I anybody can't, that's read them what, yet. <laughs> what was the uh, What was the fake science that he made up? I can't. What was it, what it was called? The fake science. The, the one where like about like predicting the future. Oh God, I don't even remember what it was. It was just uh, the the math problem that they solved or something that. Decided all factors of how the world will, the the entire eternity or whatever will end. Because in the book series, it was about like the this one guy, yeah, the super scientist, basically came up with like he predicted uh, the future out yeah. like like centuries ahead of time. Foundation. Uh, Selden, Harry Selden. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, the, the it's pretty sweet. I like it a lot. 
uh, the first episode, the the space elevator or whatever they call it, and that I don't remember. God uh, gets collapsed and falls down. It's really epic to so watch. So is it following like the? I couldn't the, tell you what the books. Are, no, no, but like, is it following the same characters the whole time, or uh, or, or is it, is it skipping ahead in the future? It's weird how it kind of works. Like you go, you know, the there's the uh, brother Don, brother Day, brother Dusk, the Selon, Selden, mm-hmm. Selden people, the emperors or whatever. So you go back to the empire every now and then. Then you go to the, the the Harry Selden settlement where they're building the foundation, and then you have the side story of the girl that came from the water planet. So it's like I think it's all happening at the same time, but it's just jumping around to different characters all happening at the same time. And then it jumps ahead, I think mid season after the world get one of the worlds gets uh, two of the worlds get absolutely blown up. Then it jumps ahead to however many years into the future after that and the uprising of exactly what Harry Selden was saying was going to happen, the uprising of that, the last of the survivors of that planet start coming. And, yeah, it's pretty cool. I don't know. Yeah, like, I don't I don't remember the fine details of yep. it. I just remember, like, there was like, all about, like, it's, like, like how he, like, predicted the future so well. Like, like for centuries and centuries, like, there'd, like, there'd be a holographic display that pops yep, up. Yep, and that, that, that kind of happens in the very last episode. The holographic comes in or whatever and explains, you guys have made it this far. This is good. You're supposed to be here. You're supposed to be here. And you're supposed to be here. And I remember at, certain, at some point in time, like, it starts being less accurate. Yeah. Because... Uh, especially, I think like they're like called the mules or whatever, they're, like okay. psychic or, or like uprising, like uh, alternate to humans. And that's got to come maybe in the second or whatever. I know they they the, when they find the Invictus ship, I think that was one of the coolest things. The the like Earth killing ship. Uh, yeah, it's like in a in a in a jump sequence forever, and that's why it's a ghost ship basically. And they finally find it, and then they could have to jump somewhere, and it's that was such a freaking cool episode. <laughs> Uh, the epicness of this series is really freaking cool. Uh, so yeah, I've, I I just finished that. It's really cool. And then uh, also Invasion on uh, Apple TV is also really cool too. So did you catch Eternals? I have not yet. Have you? Yeah, I saw it. It was fun. It was fun. Like it. It wasn't a bad Marvel movie, but like I, I kind of felt like I get like if you have like the problem is like you have this huge number of like people that you're supposed to care about that you can only devote so much time to. Yeah. Right. Right. Like the, the one of the uh, Eternals has like super speed and she, like she can't speak. She, so she signs everything. Okay. But like she doesn't show up again until like the very end of the movie. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't know. And was it a big name actor, actress that, uh, I don't think it? so. Okay. So that's another thing. Like you all, you have these, these huge names, like, well, we got to show them longer cause we're paying them more. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I heard mixed, I don't know. It's that. it's fun. I definitely want to see it. Uh, when we saw the trailer, when me and Casey went to Scream or whatever, I asked him who's the big baddie in there because I don't know anybody's names. But I'm like, oh, that guy seems pretty cool. So. Oh, yeah, and like, uh, and honestly, the big bat, like the the monster, the big monster that like is throughout most of the movie, like he doesn't even matter at all. Oh, really? Like, uh, he, he, like <laughs> they fight him at the end because yeah, yeah. of course they're gonna fight him. But like, it's like he doesn't really play a big part of the plot. So does the movie Eternals really? Do anything for the Marvel Universe? Yeah, no, it, it seems to be setting up stuff for okay. the future. Okay, oh, yeah. When, when these ones come out, I'm like, are they loan pieces or are they actually coming into play here? I don't know. But yeah, no, it has a. Uh, it closes out with like a after credits, like showing off some of the people that are going to be showing up in okay. the future. Some okay. of the more cosmic uh, 
people in okay. the universe which i love that kind of thing i think those things are really cool yeah which is which is like maybe we'll see some of these guys in the gardens of the galaxy or mm-hmm. um thor because thor, uh, yeah definitely yeah can't remember, i think thor's not first thor War, love, love and thunder and, yep. and then guardians and then it's guardians okay because i i enjoy that cosmic stuff that that like weird nonsense and i finally watched black widow uh, I actually really liked it. That was really cool. I had no clue what to expect because that character has always been one of my least favorites. I I enjoyed it. I just uh, I, I don't know if I said it on this show, but I, I didn't like the ending. Like the big old they're falling from the sky <laughs> for like five minutes is like no, the, this is yeah I've I've skydived before. It's it's a lot quicker than that. <laughs> yeah, uh, they're they're doing that for five minutes. Like yeah, I played this in Saints Row three. Overall, I thought it was a really cool movie though, and uh, the the uh, Stranger Things cop, I like him a lot as playing the red. Red, yeah, whatever his name was, and then Rachel Vice. The guy that. who he says like he fought Captain America. Like, they never fought. <laughs> the timelines don't match up. And then Rachel Vice, the mom, she's amazing too. Yeah. And then uh, her sister too. I didn't realize that's who it was. The Pogue or whatever her name is. She was in Midsummer and stuff. So yeah, I, I thought it was pretty cool. But yeah, yeah, there's and, there's uh, there is good stuff and bad stuff about it. And then uh, the post credit thing, I had no clue what it, what was going on there because I don't know anything about Marvel. Yeah, but, yeah. I uh, I actually didn't finish watching the Winter Soldier, so I I didn't quite get what that was referencing. Oh, okay, so. that, that's what that was referencing. Okay. I, I, I'm sure it's going to come up in Hawkeye. Yep, because yep. I am so excited. For I'm Hawkeye. excited to see Julia. So what was Julia Louise Dreyfus? Was she in? Yeah, I think other? she I think she was in Winter, Winter Soldier. The okay. Winter Soldier okay. show, well, not the Winter Soldier. It was. Winter Soldier and Falcon. Falcon yeah. Because then I had to do research. I'm like, well, who the hell is that girl? And then, and, and no, but uh, Hawkeye looks like it's going to be a fun Christmas spectacular. It looks interesting. I The one thing that I don't like is the font choice for Hawkeye. I think it's really cheesy. Well, and well that's like that that font choice is kind of to match up with like what kind of comic book run they're using, oh, which okay. is my favorite. I actually have it on like the, a shelf down here, oh, okay. but like it's. A really good comic run of Hawkeye okay. because it's just two Hawkeyes because <laughs> he, he won't budge on the name and she won't budge on the name. They just they're both Hawkeye. Okay, yeah, yeah. The and font got, choice. I was just like, what is also this? they have pizza, pizza the dog already. Like that's the one-eyed dog golden retriever that's in the the trailer. If you saw okay. it, okay. So no, yeah, I'm excited to watch that too. And then yeah, the the yeah, let's see what's gonna happen with Pogue and Hawkeye and stuff when Julia Louise told him about told her mm-hmm. about. So yeah, yeah. No, that's about me. <laughs> Should we get into some music? Yeah, let's talk about 15 some... <laughs> minutes in. Hey guys, uh, what you been listening to, bud? So let's see. Uh, first off, like I've been like a list of like listen some like relaxing stuff I've been listening to was like the Rim World uh, uh, soundtrack, which is a uh, Rim World is a uh, video game like where you like a uh, a couple people land on a planet and you try to build a colony. They normally die or something like that. And you just eventually one of the ending and uh, kind of like it's a really fun game. Uh, I normally never, I never get to finish the game because I always get too distracted with my own personal goals of like <laughs> turning everybody into a cyborg or some <laughs> dumb stuff like that. So is the world like, uh, are you online with so, other people? No, then? no, okay. it's like, uh, like you, you have like this, like, it, like the graphics are pretty simple. Like it, it's like you have like a couple like, like small characters on there. You build up like kind of like look, a Civ game, not even like less, less, more focused on that. Like more like uh, you're building a house for them to live in, and then like hunt and store resources. So in. I might actually like this game a lot. Yeah, no, <laughs> it, it's a really chill game. Like this guy, great soundtrack, right. very relaxing. And cool. this is the one 
like most of it's just like some relaxing music going on in the background. But this is what plays if you beat the game. Like if you because one of the endings is like you find uh, you launch a ship into space and escape the world that you're on. Okay, that's your goal is to eventually yeah and upgrade like, your society enough to be able to yeah. Okay. And so like uh, once uh, this starts playing like when you leave like it has like it gives like a list of like who died along how many people died along the okay. way who escaped like on Oregon the ship. Trail. Yeah. <laughs> so. But this is a really chill song that I've listened to it a bunch of times okay. over the last couple of weeks. So here's Waiting for the Sun. And the whole soundtrack is made by Alistair Lindsay. Okay. Yeah, great song. Uh, I, I I haven't played it, been playing it as much recently, but I I still pretty much religiously watch uh, you, on YouTube. Uh, there's a couple of people that like stream it and uh, okay. who download all the weird mods and then do full on playthroughs. I'll of have them. to check out some of those. I like watching some of those playthroughs. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, and let's see. I also listened to uh, Brandy Carlisle's album that came out this year, "In the Silent Days." It's so good. It's a great album. I really enjoyed it. Uh, here's "Broken Horses" off of it. Tethered in wide open spaces It feels it leave from my eyes Frightened to the table of a girl up your faces with mine Horses running wild Only broken horses know to run I could keep going with that. It's I, so uh, freaking good. I just realized that that would have worked perfectly as on the in the uh, list. For oh yeah, topic. for sure, <laughs> for sure. Uh, yeah, that that album's great. Uh, I like that overall. It's a bit more upbeat from the last one yeah. too. Uh, God, she just can't do any wrong. Brandy Carlisle is so freaking cool. That I did buy a ticket to her show. I don't know if I said that on the last show, but yeah, me and mom are gonna go see her in June next year. I think it is. Awesome. So, yeah, that's gonna be sweet. All right, what do I got? Uh, my friend Forrest played this song for me last night, so I was like, hey, I'll put it on the show. I don't know what else I, I haven't really listened to that much else. Uh, it's Zach Faraci, and the song is called Charlie Brown. I guess he has a bunch of just singles, basically, and electronic artists and stuff, but I thought this was really cool.
that's Zach Ferracci with Charlie Brown, and I guess uh, he left just his solo name and became Versace now, but it's Z-A-G, basically. Uh, so yeah, check him out. Something if you want. really easy to Google. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> oh yeah, isn't that the worst when somebody does something like that and they're like, "Well, fuck, no band, no, nope, that doesn't come up on this." <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, my next one is I was working the other night and uh, James, who comes down to the bar, he likes to send random things from YouTube and songs and stuff. Uh, so he sent me this one Thursday night and it's really cool. It's called, it's by Miki Matsubara and uh, the song is called "Stay with Me." Uh, I guess it was kind of when uh, Japan found out about like 70s R&B and 80s like stuff from America and started trying to make their own music and everything. Uh, so this came out in the 80s. I guess she died in like 2002 of cancer or something. But uh, she said one of her biggest regrets was ever joining the music industry and hated everything she did. But uh, yeah, so this is basically Japan city pop music and it's called Stay With Me by Miki Matsubara. So groovy. I love it. It's pretty great. Uh, yeah, it does sound great. The, uh, I, I just realized uh, when I included uh, Brandy Carlisle's album, I did that last episode. Well, I, I did you do the? Yeah, no. Like it was. I, I just scrolled up a little bit. Oh, that was on our spooky music episode. Because I, I remember going on to because she did SNL that weekend or whatever. So then, did I quick like play a clip of that on there? I can't remember. No. Because I, I was like, oh yeah, because it's a good thing I at least I had two songs on there. Because like I, I'm looking at like even the timestamp that I had for Broken Horses. It's the same. It's the same timestamp. <laughs> No, I remember talking about it on SNL, and I was like, did we play it or did we not? So, yeah, I just didn't even question it. That's fun. <laughs> we need all the branded Carlisle we can get on the show. Uh, but that, that last song, I like this one comment in here. Uh, this song gives me a false nostalgia where I was born and raised in Japan, and I kept singing this song with my sister in the backyard at evening, the whole family smiling and having a great time. <laughs> like, yeah, that kind of does describe that feeling. Uh, but, yeah, check uh, Miki, Ma- Miki Matsubara out if you want to. She's pretty cool. Uh, let's go into some news. Uh, I decided to omit basically all Travis Scott things from here. It's an absolute tragedy, everything that happened there. Uh, it should have been canceled from the very beginning. Live Nation, you're a piece of shit like we've always known. And Travis Scott, you're a piece of shit like I've pretty much always known too. Uh, so yeah. That's like, I think it was like 10 people ended up dying from it. The latest being like a nine-year-old, I think, in the emergency room. Uh, So yeah, that happened. Music photographer Mick Rock has died at the age of 72. Representatives confirmed the news via social media. He was a photographic poet, 
a true force of nature who spent his days doing exactly what he loved, always in his own delightful, outrageous way. Rock was best known for his work uh, he created uh, during the 1970s. He was especially close to David Bowie, taking the role as his official photographer. In addition to capturing Bowie's Ziggy Stardust era and shooting the cover of 1973's Pinups, Rock directed videos for Space Odyssey, Life on Mars, Gene Genie, and I'm Only Dancing. In addition to his frequent collaborations with Bowie, Rock also worked with Lou Reed, Iggy Pop, Debbie Harry, and T-Rex during the 70s. His work appeared in several of the decade's most recognizable album covers. I got a sweet coffee table book of all his pictures. It's really freaking cool. Oh, cool. And then also a Rolling Stones one, too, that he did, too. So, yeah. Hell yeah. Martin Scorsese is directing and producing a Grateful Dead biopic. Uh, Jonah Hill will portray Jerry Garcia in the film. Scott Alexander and Larry Karzawiski, something like that, are writing the script, and the executive producers include the Grateful Dead's Bob Weird, Phil Lesh, Mickey Hart, and Bill Kurtzman, uh, as well as Jerry Garcia's daughter, Trixie. Kind of intrigued about that. Uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. And I, could, I think Jonah Hill would actually do a pretty good job at Jerry Garcia. We'll see. Uh, Britney Spears is officially free of her conservatorship that has controlled her life since 2008. Los Angeles Supreme Court Judge Brenda Penny terminated this conservatorship November 12th. So congratulations there. Billy, That's a pretty fucked up story. Yeah. Uh, I was reading there's like an aban- Amanda Bynes one too from the Nickelodeon Kid Star and what's the... the there's the there's a couple other big movies that were... Like, the thing is like a lot of these... They became in these positions because of their parents. Yeah, like, right. like, like, like she was, she was under well under eighteen. Like when she first, I think it was she was one of the Disney stars, right? Oh, Amanda Bynes. Yeah. Uh, well, no, no, she was Nickelodeon, but uh, but uh, but um. Oh, Britney Spears, you're talking because yeah. her and Justin Timberlake were both the, uh, yeah. What were they? Uh, the House the of Musketeers. Or Musketeers, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And like, it just I don't know, like it. They she ended up in like a position where she was just being completely used by her father. It just yeah, and then she fucking went. Sucked. Yeah, what two thousand eight was that when she went absolutely bonkers and shaved her head basically, and that's when the conservatorship happened. I think is when that all. So two thousand eight is when it went in. But yeah. yeah, craziness, sadness. Wow, I haven't watched the documentary at all. I don't know if you have. No, I have not. No. Yeah, Billie Eilish recently stopped by Sesame Street, putting on a numerical. S- numerical spin on Happier Than Ever with Count Von Count on a stoop. The full episode won't air until June 22nd, but they released this clip in anticipation to the new season. I think it's season 52, so 52 years. And I was like, I had to reread that too. I was like, June? Next June? Why? (laughs) What? So I guess it's a new episode every Thursday, basically, all the way through June or something like that. Uh, But here is a little bit of that. Oh, this one. No, that one. One, two, tip tops of your shoe. One, two, apples. This one's for you. When I'm counting with you, I'm happier than ever. Numbers sound so much better. Now let's count me and you. Did you ever uh, see the outtake of uh, uh, counting, just, counting, counting? Well, no, 
Well, I, the, the, I, I love that counting song. Yeah. I love that as a kid. <laughs> but uh, but the uh, I'm talking about like uh, there was a clip of Robin Williams like on for Sesame Street back in the day, mm-hmm. and it was uh, it's him and Elmo, and like uh, part of the skin is like yeah, I think he has to give Elmo something, and then like Elmo says his name wrong, so, <laughs> so Robin Williams takes it back and walks off the set, and like Elmo's like. Elmo had one line to say. <laughs> oh, no, that's pretty good. No, I haven't seen that. Uh, so, yeah, you can check out the Billy Eilish episode in June next year. Uh, have you listened to her new album at all? Uh, I have not, actually. I haven't either. I know I nothing about it. I didn't know it dropped. To me, really. Oh, yeah, I think it was like uh, August, I think, or something like that, wow. wasn't it? No, I did not know that it dropped. Yeah, I, I yeah, that. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, it, she went not dark, so I don't know. I just haven't tried listening. It might be great. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. We'll find out. Not everything's been dark. Some of it's been just sad instead. Just sad, yeah. yeah. I mean, that happier than ever even sounds sad. So, yeah. uh, Finally, the Foo Fighters are the stars of a new horror comedy. The movie Studio 666 will hit U.S. theaters February 25th. Foo Fighters move into an Encino mansion steeped in grisly rock and roll history to record their much-anticipated 10th album, Medicine at Midnight according to the synopsis. But once in the house, Dave Grohl finds himself grappling with supernatural forces that threaten both the completion of the album and the lives of the band. <laughs> I'm pretty excited. About that. <laughs> that sounds pretty awesome. Uh, after decades of ridiculous music videos and numerous music documentaries under our belts, uh, it was finally time to take it to the next level. A full-length feature horror comedy, Dave Grohl said in a press release. Be ready to laugh, scream, and headbang in your popcorn. Studio 666 will fuck you up. <laughs> so yeah, February 25th, we can uh, see a new... <laughs> I'm sure it'll be very dumb, and I'm going to watch it. <laughs> it's going to be great. Did you ever watch the new music video? I did not watch it. So there, it's basically uh, synchronized swimmers. And at first, I thought they were all dressed up in like bathing suits and everything. Then I realized they green screened their faces onto actual synchronized swimmers. <laughs> they just had to act out the faces. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's one where I'm one of the I can't I don't know which one he is in the band, but he like does a wink and a nod, and the girl like does a little thing, and then they're all synchronized swimming and stuff, and when their heads pop out, it's like Dave Grohl with a hat on and everything. They have some very bizarre <laughs> music know. videos. And then uh, Jason Sudeikis is like their coach or whatever throughout it, just like yeah, <laughs> it's pretty good. If you haven't seen it, it's, I can't remember what the name of it is but their new music video is pretty good. Uh, so, yeah, that's what I got for the music news this week. Right. Let's go to the weekly theme. Welcome to the weekly theme. The theme this week is spirit animals. Uh, yeah, spirit animals. Yeah, like not necessarily songs about animals, but you know the animal motifs and songs. Mm-hmm. Like I, 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 I kept trying to figure out how I should do this. Uh, did you pick any that were like you feel are your spirit animals or anything? Nope, nope, not, you, not at all. You don't believe in those kind of things? No. Not even just for fun. No, like the, <laughs> the closest I would say is my spirit animal would be some sort of cat because it would because what I want to do is just. Well, be then your all first the song is basically about a cat, so not the right type of cat. Yeah, no, 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 we get to it. Like, I did pick right one for my birth year or my birth month, which would be a lion. Uh, I didn't pick gold lion because I already did that pretty recently on the show. But overall, yeah, I kind of was just I, I picked things that were spirit animals. I don't know. Yeah. No, as long as. 
you can justify it to yourself. That's all that matters. I know it's true. It's We're true. not very strict when it comes to this. It's very true. It's very true. Well, yeah, you thought of it. You started out. What are you doing? Sure. So this is uh, well. I, I it's a big like cat. Come one. on, it's a big it's cat. Eye of the Tiger from Survivor. <laughs> like it's like you gotta gotta have some. Uh, you gotta have the fight of a tiger. You gotta have the fight of the tiger. <laughs> lead singer doesn't seem into it when he's saying like singing i just like uh and i always think it's funny how they're just like so religiously walking like angrily to it and then they're just going to go play the song live (laughs) i thought maybe they're going to go to a fight or something no they're just going to play a song live but uh oh that song uh my first one i went for miss nelly Furtado. Uh, i haven't heard this song in a long time so i was like yeah this is kind of your spirit animal because she's like a bird. She's only going to fly away. Oh. So, yeah. I, I see. I'm like a bird. I see. Nelly Furtado. And though my love is And though my love is Forgot that that came out in 2000. That's 22 years ago. Weird. Yeah, no, that's. I, I, I guess it makes sense. Honestly, you could have told me what came out mid 90s, and I'd have believed. Oh you. yeah, that too. I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd, it's one of those things that's just been around for as long as I can remember. Ele- I was Eleven years. Old. Yeah, that was on MTV like 20. That was uh, Living La Vida Loco. That was like that long <laughs> in that one. Yeah. What you got? So my next one is, I, I still hate the song. Yep. <laughs> but, you know, uh, like, if you're going to have a song about, like, with animal motifs, like, this kind of fits perfectly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So here's Karma Chameleon from Culture Club. Come 
ever thought of that music video should just be shot. It's it's such well, a weird music video. I <laughs> I I don't hate it because of the music video. It's very very weird. You can tell though that they spent the money on the boat. Oh yes, and yes. So, the, so look, all the costumes are I like the, the little plastic coins and everything too. It's like the, the costumes are like a bargain bin. Oh my god! Because they spent the money to rent the boat. Well, and this, it was made on a budget. It's it's one thing like the safety dance. I can get I can get on board with the what the the Renaissance yinness of that. Mm-hmm. But this one, I just can't get into the time period of that song and that the music video taking place. I don't know. Uh, whatever. Very weird outfits across the board. Yeah, I mean it's Boy George. Boy George. Yeah, he's always been whatever who he is. Yeah, he's pretty. I don't know. <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, my next one is by Mr. Ben Howard, and we both have a song about this, and they're both called the same things, but I'm pretty sure they're two separate songs. Uh, so mine is Ben Howard's The Wolves. Still one of my favorite shows I've ever seen. Ben Howard is so freaking cool. Yep. Well, I gotta follow up your The Wolves with uh, my The Wolves, but this one's performed by a shark, Amy Shark. <laughs> you got two in that one. Damn, sharks and wolves. So here we go. The Wolves from Amy Shark. I just want to be held in a particular way. You played her, uh, was it on the last show? I don't think you played that song, though. Oh, I, I don't know if I've, I got to scroll back. I don't know if I had this album on any of my I just remembered that that picture of her. I, I swear you played her at least somewhere in here. Okay, uh, yeah, I had Cry Forever. Yep, yeah, looks like I had that on the Ain't It a Synth show. Okay, okay, because, yeah, I remember seeing that, and now hearing this one, I like her even more now. Yeah, hell yeah, she's cool. Uh, but in the middle of that, because it, it, it was a female artist, I was just thinking of, did you see the... Uh, welcome to Rockville, the brass against lead singer pee all over the guy's face. I heard about that. <laughs> I, I've had them on the show before. Uh, they do a freaking awesome cover of The Pot by the by Tool, and they're basically a brass band that does hard rock songs like 
uh, the the bulls on parade and stuff or whatever. That's, that's uh, cool. So, uh, <laughs> well, I mean, uh, the peeing on stage is, is not. So they got they got like, a fan on stage, and she fucking just whips her pants down and just like you can see her push, 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 and all of a sudden just it was the floodgates opening and the most pee I've ever seen anybody pee on somebody ever or any just pee in general. <laughs> Uh, and the guy <laughs> throughout it, he's just like fist bumping in the air and he's so fucking excited. And then finally when she's done, you can just see him like, yes. Uh, so yeah, she had to do a public apology or something about all that. Well, but, but like the thing is though, like it, it, but like you have to think though, like some, some stunt like that though boosts their popularity. Oh God. Now people, wasn't... people also, are talking about at the bar who they never they had no clue of brass against. And also like that. performing, like, I, I don't know how they can do that for some of these shows. Like if they have, if they're performing for like two oh, right. hours and then like you got to fucking pee so, at some point, And then what? Yeah. wasn't who, who, who Fergie got made fun of because she peed her pants a little bit. And then at one of her live shows or something, but it just happens. And like you said, they're on stage forever. Uh, but if, if you want to see a crazy video, please watch it. It's pretty <laughs> It's pretty hilarious. And check out Brassigans because they are freaking cool. Uh, but yeah, uh, like I said, people are talking about it at the bar this whole week and everything. People never knew it. So yeah, that gets you attention. Can you imagine having to clean up the stage? Well, but like that? if it's like a brass band doing covers, I love that type of stuff. Oh, so. yeah, you're, you're going to like it. The pot is so good. Uh, but yeah, can you imagine cleaning up the stage after that? Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. Like cleaning up after any stage it's is true. never going to be I great. Mean, it's a lot of hack and loogies and stuff. But, yeah, so, <laughs> sorry about that little tangent. That was supposed to be in my news segment. I forgot all about that. Uh, but my next one is by the specials, and it's called Monkey Man. M- <coughs> Monkey Man. I think it's all about a, uh, a bouncer at a, a live venue or something that they didn't like one time. But yeah, what you got? So I got a uh, a classic Rage Against the Machine song uh, about the figurative bulls on parade. So here we go, bulls on parade. Uh, my next one is by Mumford and Sons, and this would be my August Leo birthday month. Uh, so I picked Little Lion Man. Tremble, little lion. 
man, you'll never settle any of your scores. Your grace is wasted in your face, your boldness stands alone among the wreck. Now learn from your mother, or I'll spend your days biting your own neck. But it was not your fault but mine, and it was your heart on the line. I really fucked it up this time, didn't I, my dear? But it was not your fault but mine, and it was your heart on the line. I haven't listened to that song in so long. Yeah, it's a good one, though. It was one of the biggest songs ever when it first came out. <laughs> what you got for your final one, bud? So my final one is uh, <coughs> it's a cover of a song from Middle Gear Solid 3, although like it's not that different from the original one. Okay. Uh, and I'm not going to try to go into the plot of the Metal Gear Solid games okay. because that is bananas. <laughs> it's just absolute bananas. Uh, but it's uh, all throughout those games, like uh, there's all sorts of animal motifs. Like the main character in most of the games is Solid Snake. Yep. Uh, there's other snakes in there. Like uh, the, the Metal Gear Solid Three has Naked Snake is the main character. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, this is uh, like a James Bond like song, but it's uh, called Snake Eater, and this one is performed by. It's a big band version performed by uh, Tiffany Mann and the Eight Bit. Bit big band. Have you listened to anything else by the eight bit big band? I listened to a couple of their stuff. It's pretty good. Okay. Uh, All right. Do they do more of it? Yeah, they, they do this kind of okay. they kind okay. of do this big band stuff. Okay, cool. What a fear in my heart. But you're so supreme. I didn't know where to stop at. That, that's quite you know, you, you to got, listen to. You got the line I, was, I wanted to talk about. The that tree where you, you, Some days you feed on a tree frog because <laughs> because that's what you do in the game. It's like you like because like to keep your stamina up, you have to eat animals, okay. including snakes. And, uh, and like and like he doesn't like eating snakes and uh, also eating tree frogs. That so. is yeah, that's very James Bondisk, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually, one last thing about that song is like there's a like five minute section where he's like climbing a ladder. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And. Uh, that song plays, but it's all—it's just like there's—it's just the lyrics for it, like going uh, as the character as it's being sung. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like five minutes because I'm just climbing a ladder, and that's the only thing going on. Interesting. Yeah, those games always—they've just been. Yeah, they're fun. <laughs> Hideo uh, Kojima is an artist, and uh, it's very—he just makes weird games sometimes. Very much so. And it's very—that's just very. Yeah. Like so, it. what's your last song? 
Uh, <laughs> I, I was like, should I do like Elton John Indian Sunset just because like Native American and spirit animals? I was like, no, let's just let's just go for butterflies, man. So let's do Crazy Town Butterfly. <laughs> Now that one was 1999. <laughs> yeah, 2099. All right, I forgot all about that song too until I was like, "Hey, butterflies." Okay. Ah, uh, fun, fun, fun. Yeah, spirit animals. That was pretty cool. I, yeah, I, I wanted to do roar for my Leo one, but then I found out it's about tigers, and then yeah, so I did Little Lion Man instead. So yeah, cool. Ready to close it out? Yeah. Boom. Oh yeah, I was gonna do that song. Pot. Yeah, a different sign for closing it out. For the hell of it, because I just thought of the the pea girl. So yeah, here we go. Who are you to wave your finger? You must have been on your head. I hold deep in muddy waters. You practically raise the dead. Rob the grave to slow the Thanks for joining us on this week's episode of Soundwave. New episodes are released every other Thursday. The theme for our next show is... Dreamlike. We're going with Dreamlike songs. Dreamlike. Any uh, any uh, examples or anything? Nope. Uh, I, I guess I could pull up... Uh, we've oh, done this, a similar one in 2018. Something about... I mean, Dreamlike, yeah, it's pretty pretty self-explanatory. I just thought maybe you had one off the top of your head or something. No, I, I could... For example, I think last I can give you a couple of the ones I had on my last. Oh, okay, like, there we so go. We there got, we go. I had Return for, to the Moon, White Rabbit, Tongues, mm-hmm. The Man Who Sold the World, and uh, Breezo Blocks for Alt J. Oh yeah, definitely. Those are all very good ones. Yeah. So <laughs> now yeah. I got to try and remember what I did too. <laughs> but that, so that's 2018. Yeah, I, I have. I keep the years <laughs> on my notes. All right, 2018. I'm gonna look back and see what I did. But yeah, Dreamlike. I, that's all. That is a good category. There's so many cool songs I can do for that. Oh yeah. So. Hell yeah. Uh, for updates and more information about Soundwave or other shows, go like us on Facebook at Planet Series or follow us on Twitter at Blind underscore Ninja. Flagship show Department of Offense is still live every Sunday evening. Come join the fun at blindnearstudios.com slash live. This show and all of our other ones are available to us through a stream on our website, Planet Studios, or you can subscribe on any one of your podcast listening apps that you like to use uh, so you never miss an episode. If you just can't get enough of Soundwave Blind Blind Studios, you should help support us. At the bottom of our homepage, click on Patreon and sign up. It works like a monthly donation service where you can pledge any amount that works for you, even as low as a buck. Also, Christmas is upon us, so we know you're going to be going on Amazon to do your shopping. So stop by our homepage first, click on the Amazon link at the bottom, do all your shopping like you normally do when you check out Amazon Kicks Loaded Money Towards Us. It's pretty sweet. You should do it. Questions, comments, any kind of feedback, email us at feedback at blindnewsseries.com or even easier, message us on Facebook. We'll talk to you again soon. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah,